Hi guys, welcome back to Working Title. I thought it would be nice to do a New Year's episode looking back on the previous year and looking forward and talking about goals and themes and things that I'm looking forward to for 2023. I must say it doesn't really feel like a new year to me. Like it doesn't feel as fresh as I feel like new years typically feel. But I also kind of wonder if that's because just as we grow up, these kind of like milestones that we used to experience when we were younger start to wear off. Like even around the holiday season, I feel like we don't feel that as much as we used to when we were younger, which my brother reminded me of. Do you guys want to know the saddest story I've ever heard? And it's honestly so embarrassing. So I'm just really going to put myself out here for this story. But my whole family was home for Christmas this year, which is really special. I really only get to see my two older brothers around Christmas now because they both live on the West Coast and they both work and with everyone's schedules, it's hard to do it more than that, which actually this year I might be seeing them in the summer, which I'm really excited about. Anyways, I was talking to my oldest brother, Peter, and he was saying with the whole Elon Musk Twitter thing, he was going through his old Twitter account because he was deleting it or something. I don't know. And he said he saw a tweet and he tweeted and it's so embarrassing. (laughs) He said he saw a tweet that was, I just accidentally walked in on my sister Googling how to get in the holiday spirit. And it was so sad. I just had to walk out and leave. (laughs) I die. Like, I just want to give my younger self a hug And then my whole family continued to have like an entire discussion about how this was the year that I started growing up and I was like, this is so just horrifyingly embarrassing and also just really depressing at the same time. So couldn't keep it to myself, had to share that with you. Anyways, whole point being that I feel like these big like magical moments that we've kind of been marketed and experienced our whole lives start to feel like they're wearing off after like I don't know a certain age and I certainly feel that for the new year I don't know again if that's like an over analyzation or or if it's just this year. Anyways, I thought this would be a good excuse to kind of share some updates with you guys and just reflect and move forward. I keep getting a low battery message on my microphone, so I'm going to run to the bodega next door and grab some batteries. I Oh my god, I had to grab batteries for my remote the other night, and so I ran to this bodega and I got the batteries, and... I don't know why I had this like immense sense of shame that he thought I was buying batteries for a vibrator. (laughs) Like, I don't know why that kept coming in my head that I was like, oh my God, this guy definitely thinks I'm going home and gonna like get to it. But it was for my TV remote. Anyways, I'm still traumatized from that. I have so many experiences in New York where I just like make up an entire story in my head of what people think I'm doing or... Yeah, perception really gets me. But anyways, I'm going to go get batteries and then we are going to talk about the new year. Okay, we are back from the bodega and I got my batteries. 
the last ones they had. So pretty lucky. So the structure of this episode is going to be based off of a series of journal prompts I did and shared for the new year. You are more than welcome to fill out these prompts as I'm going through this. I think that would be kind of a fun way to interact with this episode. So the prompts are on the Instagram account at no particular order. That's a whole other story that we will get to. But the prompts are seven prompts for a new year or something. New pages, seven prompts for the new year. I created these prompts last year, but I didn't really have a chance to fill them out because I was traveling with my family. So the downtime that I had, I used to create the prompts. Didn't really have time to actually use them. So this year I translated them into a digital series for no particular order. And I must say, I am very impressed with them. I had so much fun filling these pages out. I don't know, it was just a really good way to reflect on the past year and kind of bring those thoughts and emotions and feelings about 2022 into this year and was just a good kind of moment of reflection. It took me like three mornings to fill it out. So for this episode, I'm basically just going to be sharing my responses for those. The first page asks you to reflect on 2022 and really focus on the feeling of it. How did it feel throughout the year, at the end, etc. So Looking back at the beginning of 2022, I felt very jumbled and kind of just all over the place. At this point, I was in Costa Rica with my family, which was really nice, but I felt really disconnected kind of from my career and my identity and had nothing to do with that trip. I think just also being out of my normal space kind of made me overanalyze everything. I didn't feel very intentional or purposeful in my life. At that point, I was consulting for a company that I really liked, but didn't really feel that connected to or excited about social. I had just moved to an apartment by myself in December of 2021. So It was kind of entering this new phase of living by myself and understanding what that meant. So I would say I I entered 2022 just feeling kind of not lost, but just jumbled is the right word. That being said, when I look back at 2022, I would say that I felt very stable and happy and situated. I think it probably took me a month after returning from the trip and settling into my new apartment to get that way. But when I look back at 2022, it's like a very stable year of feeling happy and fulfilled, which I'm very grateful for. 2022 was the first year that I worked for a company where we were working in person. I was employed full time, so it gave me a lot of structure. I met a lot of amazing coworkers. And alongside that, I was able to kind of balance a healthier relationship with social media because I had other things going on in my life. I also spent the entire year obviously very happy in a relationship. Um, A big thing that happened was in the middle of the year, Zantori moved from New York City back to England. So that was definitely a huge adjustment. But even throughout that and throughout the second half of the year with us doing long distance in like a major way, I have just felt really happy and supported and loved in that relationship. Um, So that's also been amazing. 
By the end of 2022, I was feeling extremely fulfilled and proud and excited for 2023 because I launched my business in December. So in December of 2020, that's when I moved to New York City with my friend JC. So that was obviously a huge move from graduating college in the pandemic, living at home for nine months, and then kind of like fulfilling the stream of moving into New York. In December of 2021, I moved to my own apartment, which was its own huge next kind of step up and experience. And in December of 2022, I launched my first business. So every December, it's kind of crazy to think about because I think the way that I think about the year is like by December, you're kind of winding down so that January is a fresh start and you can start new things in January. But the way that I've like unintentionally structured my life and big events has been that these things happen in December so that by January, I kind of have some footing and I know at least where I'm starting the year off. Um which has been a really cool gift to myself, which again is completely unintentional. But when I look forward to this December, my lease is going to be up again because I resigned and I'm going to decide if I'm staying here, if I'm moving to Europe or England or what that is going to look like. So I think that's going to be another fresh start, which is exciting just given that December, I feel like can sometimes be dreary and you can feel like you didn't hit your goals by then and it's the end, but doesn't have to be that way. My word for 2022 in terms of how I felt about it was satisfied and I have really come to love the word satisfied and the word content. I think there's a lot of beauty in that in feeling happy and comfortable in a state of just feeling good about how things went even if it wasn't anything like so crazy or whatever but I left 2022 feeling satisfied which I love. The word that I hope to feel by the end of 2023 is that I fulfilled potential. I feel like there's different facets of my personality and my brain and experience that I just really haven't tapped into in the past year or two since I've moved to New York because there's been a lot of other things going on or a job has kind of taken me down a path to explore skills that I'm already comfortable in. So I want to feel by the end of this year that I've really tapped into my full potential and obviously it's not going to be the full potential. There's going to be things that like I'm always able to kind of grow and challenge in myself but I definitely want to leave this year feeling like there's more of myself that I got to explore and utilize in my career, in my social circles, in my networks, um, and just kind of everyday life. And you'll see that kind of the everyday is a really big theme for 2023 for me. Okay, so we're on the next page, which is kind of about goals and events and characters, which again, this is still in that chapter of kind of reflecting on the past year and also recording and taking note. So the major goals that I hit last year was I launched my first business, no particular order. This is a journaling business that I'm going to do an entirely separate podcast episode on because I obviously have so much to share about the whole experience and I have learned so much, which I don't really realize in just kind of like passing every single day you just kind of check things off a list but when I talk to people about the whole process of creating a business developing a product marketing it selling it 
there's so much that went into it that I'm so proud of. So that's going to be its own kind of episode. But if you want to start doing your own deep dive into the business, it's called No Particular Order. And if you want to get your hands on the product, we are working on a restock. So that was major. That was like my big goal going into the year was to launch it. And it kept getting pushed back for many different reasons. So the fact that I was able to launch it on December 1 was like the biggest takeaway for the year that I'm just so happy that that happened and that I was able to just do it. I was also able to work for a company that I really loved going into the year when I was just consulting and kind of doing part-time things and working from home. I didn't really have that like fulfillment of working for a company and really, you know, having coworkers and having an office space. And I was able to do that and I absolutely loved it. And there's been some shifts with that, which I will probably talk about in a future episode, but that all happened in December. So for the majority of the year, I was with that company and I loved it. And I'm really grateful for the experiences that I got there. The next goal was that I entered into my long distance relationship. So hold on, he's actually calling me right now. I'm recording a podcast right now. Can I call you after? Oh, it's good for you. Thank you. That's wicked. Are you just doing it by yourself or are you doing it with someone else? No, just by myself. Oh, I love that. Okay, yeah, of course. Just give me a ring after. Okay. Thanks, babe. Well done. Thanks. Love you. Yeah. Love you. Bye. Bye. Uh, he's just the best. Like, he's the best. Ah. Anyways, in that world, I started long distance and going into it, everyone that I talked to about it was like, oof long distance never works you're gonna break up something's gonna happen like love you so much margo but i've never heard of this working it didn't work for me and that was kind of the fear going into it was all of these voices saying that it's a really hard thing and it is 100 percent a hard thing and it's it definitely challenges you in the relationship but I feel so lucky for the relationship that I'm in and I'm very grateful to say that it's been a complete success so far. I actually get so many questions about doing a podcast specifically about long distance tips and I'm 100% going to do that. I think I want to give it a full year. It's been about six or seven months since we started long distance so I feel like To be fair, because I know people do long distance for so much longer than a year. They do it two years, three or five. I've gotten people messaging me that they do it for seven years, which is crazy. I will be doing an episode on that, but I want to do it with Zantori after we've done it for about a year. So we have kind of more experiences and I don't know. I feel like we have to earn doing that episode. Anyways, looking back, it's been a success so far and honestly kind of a joy and something that I've enjoyed learning about and experiencing so the next goal that I hit was my financial goal long story short I hit my goals and I'm really proud of that and I'm proud that I'm continuing to manage my money with a team and it's been a really great experience my last goal that I want to talk about is with brand deals and It's been really cool this year because I think in previous years, like in 2021, 
I started to be able to work with brands that I really loved and it wasn't like a reach or it wasn't me trying the products for the first time before I agreed to work with the brands. It was like, oh my God, I've been using these products my whole life or I've been obsessed with this for the past two years. Absolutely, I want to work with them. Kind of the step up from 2021 to 2022 has been that I started to work with brands that I like never even dreamed that I would be able to work with. It's kind of taken me into this new category of goal setting where I feel like I can now start kind of thinking bigger and dreaming bigger about the brands that I'm working with and the projects that I'm working on. I do also want to talk about goals that I didn't hit because I think it's just as important to acknowledge those and not let that be a bummer but kind of let that inform okay why didn't I hit those goals is this still important to me did I just write it down just to have another goal on my sheet or on my vision board or whatever and is it something that I want to bring into my next year the first goal that I did not hit is I supremely slacked on working title my goal for myself was to upload 12 podcasts last year which was one podcast a month which felt very realistic and I (laughs) I got my if you have a podcast you get a Spotify wrapped for podcasters and it kind of gives you stats about your demographic and are people following the podcast and how many minutes people listen to so it's the same analytics that you get as a Spotify user but it's just more geared to your Spotify podcast analytics and Oh my God, I was going through it and I really didn't keep track of like how many podcasts I did. I kind of just did them as they came up and it said, congratulations, you've posted and you have to like wait 10 seconds every time there's new words. Two podcast episodes this year, two. I was like, are you kidding me? Not proud of it, but it happened and that is definitely something that I want to bring into 2023 is reinstating the at least 12 podcasts this year and have more fun with it. The next goal that I didn't hit was social media growth goals for my own accounts. And this is kind of a nuanced one because there's a lot of reasons I think that go into it. But I think also part of it is frustration about algorithms and whatever, all that crap that like creators and whoever can tell themselves to make themselves feel better which is definitely something that I do but another thing is that I've just kind of reached this very comfortable and healthy relationship with my social media which ultimately means that I'm not focused on growth because if there's a certain amount of myself that I want to put out on social media a certain amount of time that I want to spend posting things and curating things Um, the time that I'm comfortable with and that I feel like I've created a healthy balance with won't necessarily result in major growth. Of course, I want to keep growing and I want to set new goals for myself and I want to figure out what that looks like, but I don't know how to do that yet. So still really want to grow and bring that goal into the new year but I think just making the goals more realistic is something that's important. The last goal that I didn't hit is I didn't really do anything to continue my education. This was something that was really important to me at the top of 2022 especially because that was like a full year after I'd graduated college and I felt ready to dive into a course or classes and it's just something that I never got around to. Of course I took different classes and courses online and I kind of just skimmed the surface 
but I didn't really have like a real draw to sign up for a college course or do something in a bigger way. So that's something I want to bring into 2023. I'm bummed that I didn't hit that, but I also know that there's always opportunities to learn more. And just because I didn't do that to the fullest potential last year, that's what this year is about. And day to day, I can implement things to hit that goal. Some key events looking back in 2022 were that Zantori moved to England permanently. Again, that was crazy. Kind of talked about that. Um, I settled into my studio apartment. Again, I moved in a month before the year started last year. So I really got to decorate it and make it my own and make it a home which I feel like I have. Vogue World's New York Fashion Week was a major highlight for me and it was just like the coolest night of my life. I launched my own business. I went to my first adult wedding. I think I went to like the first half of a wedding when I was younger for one of my teachers but I went to a wedding and I had so much fun. I'm going to two more this year in the same family. It's Santori's extended family. So I'm really excited about that. I hosted a picnic birthday party with like 20 to 25 of my girlfriends. And I it was just special to have all of those girls in one place. And also, of course, I have really amazing guy friends. But to just really have that like feminine energy with everyone dressing up and eating cute snacks and desserts and croissants and whatever was just really special and I loved it. Um, I did a road trip with Zantori up the northeast and we landed in Acadia and did a lot of hiking so that was a really fun trip for us and that was kind of his like farewell trip before he moved back to England and then of course there's a million other different concerts and events and stagecoach and valley fest and all this that I got to go to that were key events but When I look back at 2022, I think what I just talked about were like the major events for me. I'm going to go through a bit quicker on the next couple pages because these are things that I've talked about, which I think is why these prompts are so good is they kind of build on top of each other. That means that talking through them in a podcast gets a bit repetitive, but from a writing perspective, you kind of get to dive deeper into these things, which is really fun. Anyways, next page is what I want to keep, discard, and add in 2023. So we'll start with discard. I really want to spend less time on my phone. I feel like this is for everyone. I need to find a tangible way to actually do this because since a lot of my job exists on my phone, a lot of those hours are productive. So, you know, keeping that into account that that's okay, but figuring out a more manageable way to not just spend free time on my phone. Maybe that's just adding other hobbies, reading more, getting back into knitting, all of that jazz. I'm going to skip over a few more personal things, but Another thing I want to discard is my messy closet. (sighs) I'm very lucky in my apartment, especially because it's a studio that I have two pretty sizable closets, which is really nice. When I say sizable, take that into New York terms. But one of them is walk-in and it's kind of just a mess because I don't have an organizational system. Once I have systems in place, I stick to them, but it's just a mess right now. And I think I need somebody to help me create systems because the products that I usually get like different shelving whatever it always just breaks and then the whole thing is a mess so anyways leaving that in 2022 and I'm gonna have a Gorgina walk-in closet 2023. Things that I want to keep and maintain from last year is continuing to travel to new places. I also went to a lot of fun concerts and festivals so keeping that and also with that adding more people into the mix 
with those experiences. I think just like sharing those fun music experiences with new people would be fun. Okay, this next one, I just want to add a quick trigger warning that I'm going to be talking about food and my relationship with food and my body. Um, Something that I want to keep is I have maintained a really good relationship with food this past year. And I think that the reason I wrote that is because I was really worried about moving to a studio. My bedroom is in the same room as my kitchen where all my snacks are and everything else. And I'm a snacker. I'm not somebody who like sits down for three meals every day, which I probably should do. But I was worried that having that kind of proximity to food, especially working from home a lot of the days, that I would develop kind of a bad relationship with that. And I'm happy to say that I haven't. And furthermore, I would say that I've maintained a really healthy relationship with my body and just really loved being in my body this past year and it's been really great so I definitely want to keep that moving into 2023 and the last thing I want to keep is quality time with family I feel like I intentionally spent a lot of time with family and I think the big word is being intentional about it I wasn't just like going home between you know get to get a car to go off to somewhere else and then those couple hours I was with my family There's been multiple times this past year and I'm very lucky that my family lives only an hour away from the city, but that I have decided to go home on the train and spend a weekend with my family or my Sunday with my family. I really love doing that and I love my family and yeah, you never know what tomorrow holds. So it's been nice to be intentional with my time with them. All right, next category is adding more. So I want to add more outdoor adventures. So these are kind of more like thrilling things. I want to get back into skiing. I haven't gone skiing for like 12 or 13 years. So getting back into that would be really fun. I've only surfed a couple of times ever, but I love doing it. And I feel really just connected to kind of myself and the earth and the water when I do that. It's almost a meditation. And I really would love to have more surfing experiences this year. I'm not good, by the way. Like I can barely stand up, but just the whole process of it, I love. Doing more hikes in really beautiful new areas. Um, doing horseback riding. I think horseback riding is similar to surfing where your whole body is on a part of nature that is moving your body and you have no choice but to be very present to kind of control it but kind of just be aware of yourself on this thing that's moving you throughout the world. I want to add therapy. I'm embarrassed to say that I have never done therapy, um, mostly because I'm just too lazy and the whole process of like getting a therapist and finding something and whatever seems like a huge hullabaloo. But that is not a good enough excuse. I have the time to find a therapist and invest money and energy and time into that. So I'm really excited to get into that. And I'd be happy to talk about my experience finding a therapist and everything once I actually do it. So you guys can hold me accountable. The last thing I wrote to add is more handwritten letters, which I love this one. I forgot that I wrote this, but I think handwritten letters are one of the most beautiful things that you can give somebody. I was always raised being told 
if you get a gift or if you want to give sympathies to someone or whatever, the best way to do that is in a handwritten letter. And of course, you know, FaceTime and hugs and whatever, if you can do that, if you're in proximity. But I don't know, especially being in a long distance relationship, I want to write more letters to Zantori and I want him to write more letters to me. I actually got him stationary for Christmas and now he doesn't have an excuse. But yeah, I feel like the only person that I consistently write letters to are my grandparents as thank yous or just check-ins. That's just always been like one of the ways that I communicate with them outside of phone calls and when I get to see them in person. I love the world of stationery and handwriting and all that. So adding that in 2023. I'm going to skip this next page because it kind of just is repetitive, which is what I love about it. But I will say that this page was my favorite page to fill out in these seven prompts. So I'm going to read you guys the prompts so you know which one I'm talking about. Write a list of words under each category. Career, mental health, physical health, relationships, free time, and finances. I think this is a really great way of um, kind of using words as affirmations for the upcoming year. And I had a lot of fun just going through each of these categories and writing words. Next page is how do I want to feel in 2023? The feeling and how to achieve it. So the first feeling is challenged and here's how I want to achieve it. Physically, I want to challenge my body a bit more. I think because I've developed this really healthy relationship with my body, I want to take it to the next level. I want to do more yoga, do more meditation, more physically challenging workouts. Mentally, I want to challenge myself more. So that's reading more, learning things I've historically shied away from. So for me, that's numbers, finances, science. So kind of just diving headfirst into that and feeling that uncomfortable feeling of being challenged. Something else with, I don't know, mental, physical, somewhere in the middle is cooking more. I've started cooking dishes that I thought I could never cook. Over the holidays, I made a French omelet actually pretty well, and it's now my favorite way to make eggs. I also made lobster tails for my whole family for our Christmas dinner, and everyone loved them, so that was really fun because I've never cooked lobster before. And then last night, I had my cousin Sarah and our friend Nima over, and I made Avril Lemino soup, which is something that my yaya used to always make for us growing up. And because it involves like tempering eggs and doing chicken and whatever, I always shied away from making those recipes, but I made it last night and it's so good and I'm so excited to eat it after I record this. The next feeling is I want to feel motivated and consistent. So this is mostly in relation to my business, no particular order. I found that a pattern that I've had is launching something and having like a lot of excitement around the launch. And another example of this is working title. And then once the ball starts rolling and people are kind of on board with it, I I don't know if it's because it intimidates me to keep it going because there was so much work that went into the initial launch and then kind of after that I have to figure out as I go or if I get bored of it. I don't know like the psychology behind it. Maybe I'll learn about that with my therapist. But I want to just stay really consistent with the projects that I build and work on 
And obviously right now that's no particular order. The next page is all of the words, quotes, thoughts, phrases, sayings I want to hear more of in 2023. And I'm going to just spotlight one quote that I love or kind of just this like way of thinking that I want to implement into my next year. This is something that I saw on TikTok and their username who posted this is granddaddyflex.com. Slay, love that. And they posted this video of kind of their mouth just dropping and their face in awe. And the caption or the words on the video was, me when I find out the way we spend our days is the way we spend our lives. And this was one of those videos that you kind of see on TikTok and you kind of just like scroll past and you don't think much of it. But then the following days, it's always in your head. And I had to go back on TikTok and find the video and save it and write that quote down. And now obviously, um, I'm really glad I saw that. I think weirdly, those things that we like passively consume are sometimes the things that stick with us the most. But I love that kind of sentence. The way we spend our days is the way we spend our lives, which is so true. I think it's so easy to look at a year ahead in January and say, okay, this year I'm going to travel more and I'm going to have like all these, this new job and I'm going to do X, Y, Z and my fashion is going to be totally different and I'm going to wear this and I'm going to do this. But what it really comes down to is how are you spending your day today? That's going to be what dictates tomorrow and the next day. And when you break it down into like, okay, these are all of my goals, but how am I going to actually make them tangible and break them down into something that's doable in my everyday life. Of course, things like travel, like you can't travel every single day, but book the trip. Like if you're gonna say that you're gonna do this in July, talk to whoever you're gonna go with, or if you're gonna do a solo trip, book the trip. Make it actually happen today because we can't rely on our future selves. Kind of goes back to the book, The Power of Now, where essentially the big idea from that book is the only thing that we will ever experience to be real is the present moment the past is a figment of our imagination as is the future so that's this idea of today is the way that I will spend my life how am I going to make the most of today and I actually thought about that this morning when I was thinking about okay I want to do more podcasts this year um, yada yada and I was like okay I need to just do that today if I want that to be a part of my life and a part of my year then why is that something that I'm pushing off to tomorrow which is going to be tomorrow's tomorrow 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 you know how it goes so that is kind of my thought process and saying or quote or whatever you want to call it of the year and I'm really excited about that okay the last page in this series of prompts is 50 goals I want to achieve in 2023. I just want to highlight like two or three of the goals that I'm really excited about that we haven't already talked about yet. Um, and a few of these have come from conversations with friends recently. And of course, this can be an ongoing list that you check things off throughout the year. I think something else that's fun about these is you can make it more of a bucket list where it's like instead of changing like your entire habits and your entire life and again like travel more whatever you can make it more tangible and just say book one trip for this summer and then once you do that you can check that off so it becomes like an actual bucket list for the year and less so this 
list of like ideals that are hard to ever actually say if you did it or not. Okay, one of my goals is to volunteer more. I was able to do some volunteer opportunities last year, but this year I want to be strict with myself that I'm volunteering at least one to two times every month. I think this goes without saying that this is incredibly important and it's a really great way to connect with your community, but just making sure that I stay consistent with that, do it with friends, just kind of meet new people, volunteer in different realms that I haven't done yet so bringing that into the new year another goal that I touched on before is to take one legit course like either a certification course or a college credit course I am in a city that has so many options for continued education I want to take a course and see if that's something that I can either apply to my own business for no particular order so that's one of my goals I want to return to dance and I actually have a dance class, a ballet class booked in for this week that I'm really nervous about because obviously ballet is very technical and I haven't done ballet in probably 10 years now. I was talking with a girlfriend that I grew up dancing with and she's like, I'm going on Wednesday and you're coming with me and this is what you're going to wear and we're just going to go and have fun. So I'm really excited about that and I want to bring that into my routine maybe once a week, maybe twice a month. We'll see what that realistically looks like, but that's a big goal for me. I'm going to stop there because I do have about 50 goals that I could go through and talk about each one, but I've already taken up enough of your day. I do want to thank you guys for spending this time with me to reflect on 2022 and look forward to 2023. I hope you guys do fill out these prompts. I'll share them again on my own Instagram, which is at margot.lee on Instagram. Um, But if you want future prompts like this and you didn't get your hands on a no particular order journal quite yet, then I'll be sharing more of the series new pages, which is going to be kind of unpublished prompts um, that are available on Instagram. And that will be on no particular order on Instagram. I love you guys so much. I had so much fun doing this. And now I can check off one out of 12 podcast episodes for this year. 